0: Turn us on, and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank Discussion with Passion on CJD 800. Tonight, it is our monthly feature, Dating Dilemmas. And it's quite the dilemma these days as to how to date. Uh, Joining me is our regular, Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com. We have a few single people. We have a bachelorette and a bachelor who will be uh, joining us. We're gonna take your questions about singlehood or your comments. How are you finding it? How are you finding the the meeting up with video conferencing? Are you in fact using this technology that is available to you uh, for dating virtually? And how frustrated are you that you cannot meet um, in person so in the first half of the show we are joined by not only Christina but also Mary she is a mid-40s uh, bachelorette she joins us hi welcome to the show hello how are you I'm very well thank you Christina how are you doing
1: hi I'm great you
0: good good so last time we spoke Christina and I just want to catch up a little bit with cook and date yes. you were talking about moving into uh, the, the virtual world in terms yes. of dating, because you're obviously your whole company, the whole premise is you have events, right? And, exactly. a, and people go to events. So now it's like, okay, how do I reinvent myself?
1: Exactly, exactly. So last month when we were speaking, we said, ah uh, maybe I'll do something around Zoom or house party. And what happened was with a few friends, I tried it out and it was very confusing because
0: okay.
1: for, for like to bring it into the event world, right? So Luckily, speaking to a few friends and friends of friends and contacts, I got involved right now with this company called 8th Agora. They're out of Europe, but they have a base also in Montreal, and they do virtual reality rooms. OK, so okay. You, you know, usually virtual reality, you need those glasses, right? But yes. because it's a room, you can actually move the mouse, your cursor or whatever, and walk around the room without having the glasses. and still have sort of a feeling that like you're in a room oh, wow. and we're developing a um, uh, actually we want to we want to launch our first event on May 14th. So okay. I'm hoping that this is all going to work out and uh, we have to do a few more tests and so it's looking good. And what it would be would be that you actually are in a room. So this 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 site. This, this type of, um, I guess you could say this product or this, uh, this um, uh, what's the word? Program. For, program, uh-huh. I guess, yeah, that's going to be associated with Cook and Date will make everybody sort of into an avatar. So you will look like yourself more in a cartoon world and you could navigate this room, watch the chef or the bartender make a drink in the room as an activity. And based on physics, you can actually speak to people next to you in the room without hearing other conversations going on. It, oh, it's, wow. Yeah, so it's, no, it's super cool.
0: It's very, very cool. That's so different. Okay, I didn't think you were gonna go that far, but okay, yeah, that's yeah. fun. So you get to be an avatar. That's even that's even yes. more fun. But I guess people can connect after that, right? Absolutely,
1: the same way we always did, and that's what's cool about it too, because it still keeps a little bit of that, that little bit of a, of, a, of a, you know behind the scenes, sort of not putting your face out there, having everybody just meet. I like the whole Zoom concept, but it was a bit too much. Like, it was a bit too block, block, block when people don't know each other.
0: Right. who's shy. And it's not secure either. And and too many people talking at the same time. It, it gets very uh, complicated because you can't yes. talk to one person. You're talking to everybody, exactly. and then it's uh, it would make it very difficult. The only thing you really get is a, a, a visual, but a visual, uh, which again, it could
1: be something good. But again, you'll always have that most popular person. You'll always have the one that won't say anything or would just won't feel you know part of the group at all. And this other way, it's sort of. You still have um, a sort of like screen where you have something to do and I will be there in that room, mediating everything and sort of, you know, giving people the time to introduce themselves and all that, which Mm. is still like the concept of cook and date. But then once we let it go. People can mingle within their own, you know, little groups and stuff. So it should be very that's, cool.
0: That's cool. I I like that. Mary, as a as a single person, is this something that would appeal to you? And and I want to ask you what your challenges have been now. Like, have you been using the technology that's available to you to to meet like people you're gonna want to meet later on? Okay.
2: So first of all, thank you for having me on your show. Pleasure, Mary. And I would love. I just asked Christina before. Um, we got on the show if she was going to continue cook and date, how she was going to continue cooking and date, because I've been to her events many times okay, and I absolutely mm. love them. Good. And I'm looking forward to this new platform. This is something I'd like to try. And again, it would be, it's more for somebody that would like to mingle and not just be shy and not know what to say on zoom and the spotlight on them. Right. Right. So this is going to be a different platform. I'm, I'm ready for the challenge. I'm ready to see something new in the dating world. Mm -hmm. And in terms of myself, well, no, I didn't try any Zoom dating. I know that a lot of people are being more creative with dating now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dating is already very, very complicated. In today's mentality, of there's always something better out there, and it's fueled by all the apps. Mm -hmm. So this pandemic has made things way more difficult. But you really see who is interested in you if they want to do something creative something different. I right. know, uh, nobody's asked me for watch a movie together on zoom or anything like that. However, I've noticed that they, they know, they know not to ask me, can
0: we see each other? Right. Oh, they and, know, right. You're weeding. You're kind of weeding out the people who are just looking for a exactly, good time. Exactly. Right. Oh,
2: you are, but I noticed that a lot. Well, uh, for me, I've noticed that some people say, well, I don't care about COVID. I still want to see you. And they're willing to still see me. But I, yeah. <laughs> oh, but I know. Scary. <laughs> exactly. It's scary. But I, um, then they try to say, well, you know, we can just go for a walk. Right. You know, we can go, we can, that's all we can do. But I mean, um, they really resort to speaking to me. And that is interesting that they, they don't, see me, but we, they come up with something like, let's go for a walk. And they do talk to me. And of course uh, we get to know each other, but you're always thinking in back of your mind, if, I mean, you're talking during a pandemic, right. are they going to continue talking to me after?
0: Right. Right. That, because, that's a good point. That's a good right.
2: point. And so you're, you're looking at it as, okay, you're investing, you're talking to the person they're investing in you, But what's going to happen after? Are they still going to be speaking to you? And then you're wondering, well, if they don't speak to you after, uh, was it just passing their time during the pandemic? Or is is
0: this what
2: they want to do? And I've also noticed that people, I've had somebody ask me, can I see you after this is all over? So they're kind of giving me a bit of a rain check. Now, I won't accept the rain check if I'm not interested, because that way I'm putting them on a back burner. Mm -hmm. If I'm interested, I will, but
0: I'd like for them to follow up. Not just, can I see you after this is over? Right. How about we get to know each other ahead of time? Right. So you, you say uh, Mary that you've been talking, are you using the telephone or are you, do you mean texting? Yeah. Well,
2: it's the telephone and texting as well. Okay, so and you are using the
0: phone because a lot right, of people. I'm using the phone. Okay, because what I've been hearing too from from people, well, prior to the pandemic, it was uh, texting back and forth, uh, messaging back and forth, and then some then meeting. Whereas you know, traditional dating in the past was you met, you you talked on the phone right. for hours, and then. That kind of thing. So it was more, uh, m- more like that. We're finding out uh, how how complicated, difficult, frustrating dating is in this uh, during the pandemic and during this time. So we'd love you to share your uh, your experience with us i've got a, a couple of um, messages here that i uh, that i would like to share with you and see if you feel the same way so give us a give us a shout at 514-800 you can text in or you can call us at 514 800 this is our dating dilemmas we've got christina Mucciari of cook and date and mary who is our bachelorette uh this evening telling us about her experiences A safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. It's Dating Dilemmas Tonight. We'll take your dating questions. If you are single and frustrated, struggling, you have something to say. Uh, This is your space to do it. 514-800 to text in or call at 514-7900-800. Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com joins me as she does every month. We also are joined by Mary, our bachelorette for the evening. In our second half of the program, Ryan, a bachelor in his 30s, will also uh, join us and tell us about his experiences but right now mary is with us and uh, so mary you talked yeah. about um so you're still on these dating sites and you're still connecting are you using video chats at all is anybody asking to not just use the phone but also video uh, chat with you
2: okay so i'm not on any dating sites i talked about my experiences with uh people that are asking me out on dates. However, nobody got on to Zoom with me. Nobody offered that. Uh, usually it was through FaceTime or they're calling or texting. Okay, so FaceTime,
0: forth. yes. So you've been on FaceTime yes. with potential FaceTime. dates. Yes, yes okay. I've been on FaceTime. Right. Is that something that you've done um, that you wouldn't before. have done before? Um, not with someone I wasn't in a relationship with. Right. But
2: considering because I'm single. So uh, that's the situation we have right now. So uh, they're trying to connect with me with the means that we have. Right. And so, no, that's not something I would have done before. Right. Uh, Like I said, it's kind of, uh, it seems almost impossible to date now because Mm -hmm. of the pandemic. But I mean, it's no longer let's go for dinner and movie and restaurants or, or, you know, just, Oh, come over it can't be like that anymore so um like i had said before the break people are becoming really more creative and we're using uh means that we haven't used before and uh there's a lot of issues coming up in mm-hmm. terms of are we going to be continuing
0: this after the pandemic right lots of questions is what you're saying you end lots up having of right. questions or let me and Let me just share a couple of texts, Mary, and maybe you can respond to to these people. Um, Food and water are necessities for survival. People need to keep their pants on and not risk public health because they have no sexual discipline. I haven't engaged in sex for many years due to the dire shortage of decent single straight men in Montreal, and I'm fine, and so are the many women I know who are in the same boat. The spoiled infantile folks out there who think they can't handle it just need to get a grip and wait. Now, I don't think we're talking about not being able to keep your pants on. It's not about the sexuality, but... I want to point something out. I get what you're saying. You're not going to die because you don't have sex. It's not about the sex. But loneliness itself can have huge detrimental effects on our health. So social connection is still uh, very, uh, very important. However, having said that, uh, somebody texted into John show and I wanted to share it because it, it's very fitting. I met someone on a dating site and we have seen, e- we have sent each other pics of everything, hours on the phone, life stories, and we are both horny and going crazy. We are both quarantined and thinking of soon meeting up for a walk, but there is a high chance that that walk will end up with a lot of hanky panky. So that's the other side of it, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, hopefully, well, hopefully the uh, hopefully the um, the pandemic is over, or at least the social distancing is over when they really go for that long. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't yeah. think that's what they were saying. For sure, not. Yeah, Uh, here's another one who says, you have to consider that many people have little interest in techno dating. The base majority wants the reality. We are falling into the equivalent of local long distance dating. After virtually talking to someone via Skype or other media for a period of time, when real meet happens, may be totally different. Consider it nothing more than a pastime, nothing replaces reality except that i think that with video calls Mm -hmm. you can still get a sense of that person far more than just from a picture and prior to the pandemic people were simply texting or messaging and then meeting and then maybe finding that there was no chemistry but i think that if you are texting then move to telephone then do video there's a better chance that when you meet that the, 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 there'll be some chemistry if you've already felt the connection, at least by, by video conferencing with them. What do you think, Christina?
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I, I Actually, a lot of singles that I still speak to that are asking me about, you know, when we're going to have this event and, you know, so on and so forth, I, I say, if you are dating, please, please, or, or searching online, just, yeah, once you're interested, you know, when you have a few conversations, definitely go into video chat. It's via it Zoom, be it via FaceTime, uh, even WhatsApp has the video option, mm-hmm, right? So mm-hmm. just chat. You know, get to see the reaction, get to see the facial expressions. It's it's as close as you can get right now to being you know in front of each other. So, right.
0: although yeah. I have to say, I'm speaking to I've spoken to quite a few single people who their loneliness, and it's not just the the sex or mm-hmm. needing the sex, but the because they're alone and and what have you that they are they're meeting they're meeting people. They are mm-hmm. actually in real life like you know, come over to my house to chill or I'll go to your, like, they're not going out, out, but yeah. they are going to each other's places, of course, not following the, mm-hmm. gui- the guidelines clearly, so there's always yeah. going to be people who don't follow the guidelines, I think Mary was talking, saying that there's some people that have propositioned you, right, have asked you to, right. to actually right. meet,
2: Exactly, like before, uh, you know. I've heard, "Oh, we're just gonna cuddle," and we know what that means. And, you know, <laughs> that's, that's too close, anyway. It's just, like, <laughs> just going for a walk, and we know what that means as well. There's, <laughs> there's an, you know, they're they're implying something, they're stating something, but they're hoping for something different as a result. But you know what was interesting in the last message you just read? What, they were both really interesting. Was that? You know, this has become long-distance dating. Uh, I teach college, and a lot of my students are international students, and most of them are estranged from their husband, their wife, their partner, their fiancé, their family. And they still are really committed. Even Some of them are not married, but they are committed, and I find it gives them a bond. But the problem Mm -hmm. here is, like I mentioned, well, they are also foreign students, so... uh, here, I find the issue is going to be a bit more like, well, we're talking, we're investing in this talk. We're talking to each other every night, Uh, FaceTime, uh, you know, we're being creative. We're going out of our way, but it's what will happen after. Is this going to continue? Or is this, what the relationship became it's it's like talking to somebody on an app and then kind of yeah
0: which is very different than say like your students experience where they might have left their country to go study where they have already established a relationship with somebody Mm -hmm. it's very different when you start a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. versus like when you start at long distance and you've never met versus Mm -hmm. you move from an in real life relationship to a long distance relationship completely, uh, completely different, uh, situations. And with long distance relationships, I mean, the texture was right in the sense that we often create a, uh, fantasy, um, Mm -hmm. of the other person, right. That we're meeting. Of course, when you video chat, it's a little less, uh, fantasy building and a little, a little glimmer, at least into a little more reality, even though it's not really uh real life because you haven't really seen the person in the context of life right you haven't seen them interact with others you haven't uh seen how they uh how they treat uh, wait staff how they talk Mm -hmm. to people uh, how they handle arguments like you just don't see that in at in that long distance uh time right so it makes it a bit more complicated right and as yeah, as one person said, but they were in a relationship. There is a difference, and that that's exactly it. There is a, there is a difference. So I want to share one other um, text, and this ha- and Mary can answer this one because it has sure. well, it has to do with. Nice guys. Okay. We had no, okay. this, we had this show a little while back. Uh, so this person writes, um, first, your podcast is amazing to listen to while I'm studying. Uh, keep up the good work. So this person listens out of town. Ta- they're from out of town. Uh, there was a subject you covered on being a nice guy a few weeks back. I'm a guy who stayed out of trouble. I don't do drugs. I stayed on the straight and narrow, but never could find a match. In some cases, my uh, exes have left me for a bad boy type, which they later regret. Uh, during the same night, nice guys podcast. One of your guests wrote in saying he was 45 and choosing to live alone without the drama of a relationship. Uh, wrong move. If you are a quality guy, you need to be selective where you are searching. If you are who you say you are, don't approach women who you know deep down won't value you. So I don't know how you tell a woman that won't value you or, or being nice, but we had a whole conversation about guys who seem to be too nice and Christine and I have I've talked about this many times right. <laughs> many <laughs> but times. just wondering your take on it Mary well
2: I mean <laughs> that gets really complicated now and uh, I mean they're a nice guy they're expecting somebody else to be nice yes so, but not everybody has the same heart as you I also th- I mean he was
0: left for someone that uh, wasn't a nice guy maybe the well I think his his I think the message here is that women seem to be attracted to the bad, yeah, bad boy. Bad yeah boys. The, okay so yeah. She wants,
2: they want they wanted drama that's what they wanted uh maybe they weren't ready to to be valued by somebody that was a nice guy but you know what on I, I understand what they are saying that it was a nice guy who was left for a bad guy or women like bad guys. Uh, I really think if he was left, I don't think she was probably interested. And, yeah, the lesson was learned later on because
0: she ended up with someone that didn't, yeah. But what do you think? What do you think about women? Do you think women uh, see guys that are nice as too nice and they are more attracted to the bad boy type? uh, Then they just feel like they... (laughs) They don't deserve to be loved. But uh, it, it's that.
2: Uh, I, I've seen that many, many times, that women like the bad boys. But like I just said, they're more interested in drama. Maybe right. I've heard of them being love anorexic, to tell you the <laughs> truth, that they don't feel like they deserve love. However, uh, she may not be emotionally equipped, to accept it, but yep. in the end, I really think she wasn't interested in him. Right. Or, ready, nice. or, least, or ready, or at least
0: ready for, to, yeah. to have a nice guy <laughs> in the, in the relationship. Well, Mary, thank you so much for uh, joining us and sharing right. your own, Struggles Thank with with dating. So much, and
2: Christina, <laughs> you're gonna invite me soon, right?
0: Absolutely, to <laughs> absolutely, You're oh, gonna right. be the first one to know about this one on
2: the. <laughs> right. it Thank uh, com-
0: uh, coming up, you too, Mary. Coming up, we'll have Ryan, a bachelor in his mid 30s. He will join us and share his experiences with us on this dating dilemma. From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. Dating Dilemmas tonight on the program where we talk about being single. I have a few texts I want to share with you and then we'll speak to our bachelor of the month, Uh, I actually find nice guys run after and bend over backwards to cater to bad girls. As a female who is considered gentle and kind, many guys I've dated have complained about me being too nice and not enough of a challenge. They left me for so-called bitches. Men need to make up their minds and stop being surprised when their bitches leave them for bad boys. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Then another one, personally, I find there's more chemistry with bad boys. I'm a bit of a rebel and I'm attracted to guys like that, yet part of me wants to be with someone more stable, but I don't feel stable myself and I don't know what I want because this world is changing too fast and I see how unsuccessful marriages are, but I recently met a divorcee who I have sexual chemistry with, but we didn't meet yet. Another one says, if you are videoing with someone and feel comfortable with them, then you should feel comfortable enough to go for a real meat walk. If you can't or prefer not to, then maybe you should reconsider how comfortable you feel about the other person. Let's get back to reality. Otherwise, it's just a game playing with feelings, not right. And then last one. Hi, Dr. Laura, I can only imagine how much more difficult dating initiatives must be in these scary times. It was already challenging enough without the pandemic. A small benefit would be it's easier to fend off unwanted hooky hookup-y individuals. And the latest technology is a bonus, of course, provided both parties can make good use of it with honesty and kindness. But wow, it must be harder than ever at the moment. Joining us tonight is Christina Mucciardi of cookanddate.com and she is planning an event on May 14th, an actual virtual uh, room, mm-hmm. c- kind of like exactly what she does in real life, but you get to be an avatar and you get to mingle um, as well. Joining us as well is Ryan, who is a bachelor in his uh, mid-30s. Hi, Ryan.
3: Hi, how you doing?
0: Good. So I have to ask you, Are you one of those really nice guys? (laughs) Or would women Um, call you a bad boy? I know you didn't expect this from me, but I got (laughs) to ask. Especially because I I can't see you. I don't see any expression. (laughs)
3: Yeah, well, I'm definitely not the uh, bad guy. I probably am more uh, towards one of those nicer guys. A little too nice at times, maybe.
0: Okay, so you've been told maybe that you've been too nice. Is that it?
3: Um, I haven't been told that, but I always, uh, I know that's how I come across. Like, I try to be that way.
0: Okay, so you're one of those good guys. Gotcha. So tell me what...
3: Yeah, I don't need to impress anyone trying to be, uh, you know, a badass.
0: Right. I like that. Don't need to impress anybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, Okay, Ryan, what have been some of your challenges, or what have you been doing? Are you on any dating apps? Like, what is your, what's your dating issue like dating situation right now
3: um so i'm not doing anything at all i've kind of decided to go the opposite direction and take this time to like focus on myself oh Um, do a lot of personal growth
0: okay i like that i like that a lot I, i wonder how many people are doing that too taking a step away and using this, like, because it's a lot of pressure I imagine, right? The, the whole dating scene and being on multiple apps, like, people are not just on one app, they're usually on, like, three, four, five apps uh, or, or websites. It gets to be a little much, no?
3: Yeah, it's, it, you know, I've got a lot of funny stories, and I know Christina knows a few of them, but it's, it's funny because, like, you know, nowadays if I go to try and introduce myself to someone at the bar or a restaurant or wherever you meet them, it's awkward and weird they're like you know they're not very receptive to it and then you can see the same person on the app and swipe to them like days later and all of a sudden they'll talk to you like,
0: I've heard that I've heard people say oh I'm not going to go over to them even though they've said but I've seen I've oh I've seen that guy on on hinge so go up and talk to him. no I can't do that it's like what? It's like you know the real life it's just not happening anymore in that way, in a traditional yeah, people way. people
3: have lost their ability to, uh, you know, communicate without their phone in their hand.
0: You're right. Yeah. Wow.
1: No, <laughs> well, Ryan, I have to say something about Ryan. He is one of those uh, younger guys that has that, I don't want to call him an old soul. But I guess old soul, yeah. like he's, he's much...
0: Wiser.
1: Wiser, yes. Wiser, and he would be the type that would... Go up to a bunch of girls at a bar and you know get them a drink and start talking to them and very sociable. I mean Ryan, you're in sales and stuff, right? So yeah, super sociable and and I I always every time. I, we we rekindle we, we, we and we, we speak again, you know, six months, eight months after I see him and I'm like, Yeah, I'm back on the market or whatever. I'm like, Why?
0: <laughs> <laughs> why are you yeah, exactly. Why are yeah. so people are asking, that's probably true. You're a nice guy, you're in your mid thirties. Why aren't you married?
3: A uh, good question.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> now that you've reflected this during this time of no dating, have you figured it out?
3: Um, I have. Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to unpack in that, right? Like,
0: yeah, of course.
3: You know, some of those. Um, I don't know what it was you were reading at the beginning there. You heard like two or three messages that people yeah. had sent into you. If they were emails or not, um, it's like Text. the attitude of people out there is the biggest challenge to overcome. And um, you know, a lot of times it's realizing that that's not necessarily a reflection of me, but it's a reflection of them and the things mm-hmm. that they've gone through. Now, um, you asked something about the apps, like, I haven't been using them for the past, uh, however long we've been in uh, lockdown now, five, six weeks. Mm -hmm. Uh, But just the other day, because when Christina messaged me, I knew we were going to be chatting about this. So I logged into Hinge to see what was going on, and the first message I get from someone, she sends one, and then... Within five hours, she's already sent me four more messages saying, "Why haven't you responded?" <laughs> Fuck you! I'm gonna delete you. Going and going off. I'm like, Within
0: oh no! Hours, and you're going, oh my <laughs> god, crazy biatch here! Like, what is going on? Right?
3: Yeah. Something so, talk about. <laughs> just everyone. It, it just seems like
0: that's scary. I'm
3: really frustrated, and it's the same story with everybody.
0: Right. Well, maybe a good time to be weeding out and. Um... Yeah, <laughs> figuring yeah. out clearly someone who's like, okay, why haven't you responded? Is harassing you in that way? You're not, you're not gonna be calling them back. <laughs>
3: no, definitely not.
0: Ladies, uh, take heed. You don't harass in that way. That's not the way into a man's uh, heart, for sure not. Um, okay, so you've taken a break. Have you taken this time to? Think about what you actually are looking for and what you want.
3: Uh, Yeah, definitely. Like, I've gone through and um, done some of the exercises of kind of evaluating uh, myself over the past few relationships and the people I was with and what was good, bad, what I liked, what Mm -hmm. I did good, what the mistakes I made, what I liked about them, the things I didn't like, and kind of put it all together.
0: Right. I I like this text he wrote. He is doing the right thing, getting himself together. Reality will be well-prepared for the real dating world. He likely has a game console to interact with someone, but at a game level. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I I really, I like that. I I think it's a, it's also a very good plan for single people to take, you know, you're not going to die a couple of months of no dating. It's a really good time to to assess what it is you are actually looking for. Uh, We'll continue this conversation with Ryan and find out what he has learned about himself taking a break from dating. And have you taken a break from dating during the pandemic? Passion with Dr. Lori Batito on CJAD 800. Tonight it's our dating dilemmas uh, feature. We do this at the uh, the last uh, Wednesday of every month where we focus just on single issues. And right now, of course, the, the big issue is the non-dating that's happening or the different types of dating that's happening during the pandemic because we are not supposed to be socializing with people we don't know. We're not supposed to be getting together with people. And even when you're meeting somebody, staying six feet apart from each other, and I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. So we're not supposed to be out there. We have Ryan who's with us. He is a uh, bachelor in his his mid-30s who has decided that during this time, He's going to go off all of the apps. He's going to just take a break and do a little bit of self-care and I I love it. I think it's a it's a great idea and um a great idea also for single people to kind of figure out what it is that they are what do they want ultimately? And what are they looking for? And actually on, on Facebook, our, our colleague that used to be on dating dilemmas, Frank Kermit just posted an article about that is working backwards from your ultimate goal. And then we you know, look, it, like really evaluating what it is that you want and what it is you don't want. So I'm sure you've had a lot of experiences, Ryan, um, you know, in, in dating to figure out what it is you don't want, Right. Yeah,
3: definitely. I mean, a lot of experiences, both uh, good and bad over the years.
0: Right. So it's a good time to be um, to be doing kind of a a checklist. Christina Mucciardi of Cook and Date is with us as she is uh, with us every month as well. What advice do you give to people, uh, Christina, in terms of figuring out like the process of figuring out what it is you want or don't want?
1: Yeah, it's actually, I I do the backwards thing too. I always tell them to, you pretty much know what you don't want, right? What you want, I mean, it's the unknown because you you haven't had it yet. You might have certain like certain personality traits that you've liked from someone in the past right. or certain, you know, attract, you're attracted to certain things. I don't know, maybe the eyes, maybe the lips, maybe, you, you know, maybe you're like if you're a man, you're a butt man, you're a boob man, you're a, you have the height. But that's you know? just the physical stuff. That's, but right, that, that's, that's the right. least important stuff Least to me. important, right. of course. But, you know, there's always preferences, right? So right. you usually know, though, what you don't wants because of past experiences so if you had you know someone that was maybe a bit too attached didn't give you the space that you need you know some people that that's what they feel and that's what relationships don't work that's what i'm hearing now you know that a lot of people are you know it, it, it it's so easy to be on all the time because of so many apps i'm not I'm talking about the dating apps I'm talking about afterwards you know having yeah,
0: our connections texting, right, right the connections
1: right. exactly that's you know, in the past it was the phone call or maybe just the text. Right now you can practically follow somebody by GPS because you're on the same <laughs> phone or whatever, right? So, I mean, it's... Okay, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, no, but I've heard, I've heard like that's the worst case scenario. And of course I've heard the best case scenario, right? So right, of course. whatever you've been through in the past is what you, and what you didn't like is what you don't want. So I, I start, I tell people, take those traits, personality traits, whatever, and, and work backwards, right? So, okay, definitely if you see those red flags, don't continue because I also find a lot of people tend to go out with the same types of people. I was just going to
0: say, if you notice a pattern yes. in your dating and your breakup, like you keep falling into the same kinds of patterns, it's like, oh, God, what bad? You know, a lot of people say, oh, I just have bad luck. Well, it's not always bad luck. It's who mm-hmm. you're choosing and, and, and the red flags you may choose uh, to ignore right exactly yeah so ryan if you could give advice uh to other single men let's say then you can give advice to the women but uh, i'd I'd like to you seem like a really wise guy um and i don't mean like you're such a wise guy i mean (laughs) like wisdom wisdom wise uh what what would you like to share
3: um for me i think what i'm learning the most for myself and also what i see from my friends uh, both men and women is like the most important thing is to focus on yourself like you know the problems that people are having they're showing up with their own problems you know and they're reflecting the problems of that they've had Mm -hmm. on the other people so you have to work on yourself heal yourself first and then that's going to be reflected in terms of the quality of people that you'll attract into your life.
0: I love that. Yeah. You're right. We attract who we are. So generally, if if you have a lot of baggage, there is a tendency to recognize and to feel comfortable in other people's baggage as well. So. Right, and,
3: and you're more likely to focus on their baggage and point out everything that's wrong with them Right. to avoid your own problems.
0: That's a very good point. Well, you are a wise man. Mm-hmm. Are you a psychologist in, <laughs> in, in your other life or what? <laughs> I
3: think in a past life, maybe.
0: <laughs> I think so. I think so. Uh, so this text writes and it goes back to the whole, uh, the bad boys and, and, and things like that. Some guys and girls just love the thrill of risk and the chase, even at the expense of it, not leading to a good outcome just the way it is nice guys who fall for women who then go for bad boys instead could use the experience as a learning opportunity for and about themselves and hope hopefully skip over the feelings of disappointment i think learning from from your dating life is is crucial how what have how much have you learned just from the people you've dated and and the your dating experiences
3: yeah, so the thought that came to my mind as you were saying that, and kind of connecting to one of the other texts you read earlier, is that like um, people do have those same habits and dating the same people over and over again. And I noticed that about myself okay. uh, a few years back. So then I tried to date, you know, people from different races, different cultures, see what I like about those individuals, and kind of mix it in with what I was always gravitated to or naturally attracted to, and you find that like it, your case your will evolve and change as you do that and over hmm. time as you learn more about other people.
0: Well, that's interesting. So you decided uh, consciously to open your mind. Like you decide, you, you actually said, okay, I want to change these patterns, so I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to go outside of my comfort zone, I guess, is what you tried to do.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, you find out things that you like that you never would have even known that you liked before or knew about.
0: hmm What would you say to women? All the women are listening to you now. What would you like to say to them? Be, be brutally honest. Like Be honest and, and give them some insight as to maybe how men think or being on the other side. What advice would you give to women who are looking for love right now?
3: Um, I'd say the biggest thing is to stop the hating, like the the message you sent earlier about uh, the one where she was so like angry, like describing the men,
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, and, and stop the whole like men versus women, women versus men. You know, it's it's people, like women have struggles, men have struggles, and people are coming together trying to, everyone's trying to figure themselves out in their own ways. So the same as I said to the men, you know, focus on yourself first, and then that's going to be reflected within the, the people you end up with.
0: Mm-hmm. So your advice is figure out your stuff first.
3: Yeah, work, work on your own, like, make sure that when you show up into the relationship that, you know, you're not carrying your baggage. You, you've dealt with your problems. Um, of
0: course you feel not. feel good
3: about yourself and you're happy in your own space as an individual.
0: Right, I, I like that. With I, else. I like the, what you just said and I think we're going to end on that is be happy with yourself and in your own space rather than expect that putting all the expectations that someone else out there is the source of your happiness or is going to make you happy. So I think if you go with that, that attitude, it's a far better uh, far better chance of a, of a happy outcome if you're already happy within yourself.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And then you're not projecting that pressure onto the other person right. to make them responsible for your right. own happiness.
0: happiness. Wow. You really are wise, Ryan, and you sound just lovely, and I wish you all the best in finding your uh, your life mate and um if somebody wants to reach out to Ryan they'll go through Christina <laughs> and maybe they'll meet in the virtual room maybe, that Christina's yep. creating uh so Christina again if people want more information about your uh this event happening on May 14th with this, which is a a virtual meeting place uh-huh. um just like you would do a cook and date where do they go
1: yeah, they can go on the website Um The 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 link will be up shortly, but they can also just send me a message saying that they are interested in the next event. And
0: okay, you know,
1: yeah, and it, we have a place just to put in their email, and we'll send them all the info.
0: Is there an age for that?
1: Uh... Right now, I think I'm gonna make it a uh, 30 to 45. That's okay. My just because I think it's 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 my it's my largest uh, target audience.
0: Yeah. Right now, makes sense. Like, makes sense. Yeah. 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 Wonderful, so cookanddate.com to find out what's happening on May 14th and join this, literally this virtual space where you might be able to mingle uh thanks again to mary our bachelorette who joined us at uh, 10 o'clock and to ryan our uh, wise bachelor who's in his mid-30s and looking some lucky girls gonna get this guy uh, th- <laughs> <laughs> thank you all for uh, for tuning in really appreciate it thanks to our technical producer chris aiken uh, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Batito or through my website, drlori.com. Don't forget, you can send me emails if you have any questions about sex, love, and relationships, which I will answer at the beginning of the show. Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.